Okay, uh, hi everybody. Welcome to the To Be Brutally Honest show, episode three. We got uh, just the boys again. Um, we're going to be going over Super Bowl predictions. I think that's where we're starting at. So uh, let's jump right into it, Parker. What do you got for us? Okay. Uh, well, the Super Bowl is tomorrow. Yes, it is. Um, don't know when this video is going to go up, so it might be today, might be yesterday. Who knows? Um, but yeah. So, well, is the is the podcast going up today? Well, how could yeah. it go? How could it go up yesterday? Yeah. Well, no. I mean, if the game or if the podcast goes up tomorrow, then Super Bowl's today. If the podcast goes up Monday, Super Bowl's yesterday. Who well, knows? I'm posting it before the Super Bowl, so. Right. Super Bowl is at some point in the future. Um, Buccaneers versus the Chiefs. Um, big deal. Brady versus Mahomes. Um, I I saw something. I don't know who said it, but um, this determines Mahomes' legacy. If he beats Brady, he's not. He's better than Brady. If he doesn't beat Brady, he'll never be at Brady's level. I disagree with that. I think that's a little excessive. What are your boys' thoughts? Connor, you want to go first? You want me to? No, I, I, I'll i go first. Um, I think Patrick Mahomes, if he gets up to six rings or seven rings, I think that that's a fine – I mean, he's up there in, in legacy talks. Um, I did see a tweet earlier where somebody's like, oh, I have to say it, Joe Montana's better than Tom Brady. I was like, no. Joe Montana's the third-best quarterback of all time. Yeah, but not better than Tom Brady. So, yeah. No. No, I don't. I, I think that what is this year four for Patrick Mahomes? Run there. I, yeah, year four, and we're already talking about legacy. That's that doesn't make much sense to me. No, it doesn't. So, no, it, I mean, it would be nice for, you know, Patrick Mahomes to beat Tom Brady. He hasn't beat Tom Brady in the playoffs yet, but it's his only, yeah, it's his only um, playoff loss of his career. Exactly. He's to Thomas. The Patriots in that AFC Championship game with the the ghost roughing the passer call when he hit Brady on the shoulder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I agree with both of what you guys are saying. Um, I mean, I don't really think this game determines either's legacy. Brady's is already sealed. He's already been the goat for, and he was the goat after they beat Seattle in the Super Bowl. Let's be honest. I mean, once he got four. It was pretty clear to me. And then since then, I mean, he's only expanded upon it. So, and then for Mahomes, like you guys said, he's got plenty of years left. He's going to break every record possible. It seems like if he stays healthy, he's ridiculous. There's a long way to go for that conversation. I mean, you can't just automatically pass over Dan Marino and Joe Montana and Peyton Manning and Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson in a four-year span. That's true. Let me, make, let me make myself very clear there. Or anyone like that. You cannot just pass right over them. Even even lame Favre. Yeah, because, you know, he's got the Super Bowl and he's, you know, throwing touchdowns. He threw a lot of interceptions, but still. Yeah, I mean, so to Peyton Manning. That's true. So, you live and die with that. Speaking of Peyton Manning, he's on – this TV right here interviewing Marshawn for that Peyton's Places show. Oh yeah, she's on ABC right now. It's kind of it's it's kind of interesting. Not gonna lie. Marshawn Plus, I, I also like Marshawn. Yeah, yeah, he's 
he, he was pretty awesome. I'll give him that. Um, anyways, we'll save our predictions until we end this first segment. So I'll go through some quick little new stuff right now. Um, did you guys see the haircut situation? I did. Yeah, that was. It was a close shave. It was a close. <laughs> did you see that guy? <laughs> did you see that guy? Um, he was like, he was the guy who was getting the haircut at the time when they pulled him out. Yeah. So he posted that new picture with him half. Halfway. Yes, it was funny. That was, was pretty funny, but that's a tough scene. But that was good by the Chiefs and the NFL to kind of shut that down. I don't remember who, like, I don't remember who said it or where I saw it or something like that, but someone said that they don't understand why Patrick Mahomes wasn't the first person in line if he's the quarterback of the (laughs) team and how lucky he got. Like, why is an off-random offensive lineman going first before Mahomes? Well, you know how how presidents have the one person that eats their food before they do? They don't, but that's okay. Oh, they don't? (laughs) Nope. I thought they did. Okay. I think that's a TV thing. To test yeah. for poison. Maybe, no. maybe, maybe the offensive lineman was just that that guy. <laughs> I mean, kudos for probably good analogy. Harrison. Yeah, good job on the analogy, but Harris Connor has destroyed it. Yeah, I mean you figure it would have been like a ball boy or something like that. Trouble. Yeah, that's fair. But I don't think ball boys are get haircuts. Get haircuts from the team barber. I don't think that's a perfect. Well, if it's a if it's a do or die situation like this, then I don't think it is a do or die situation. Life or death situation. I don't know. If it's a situation we can get a pandemic, I suppose. Um, With that said, the NFL will not move the Super Bowl any under any type of circumstances this weekend. Well, say Thomas or Patrick Mahomes somehow gets this thing hours before kickoff. Blaine Gabbert. Or Chad Henney. <laughs> That'd be that fun to be, watch. No, one. Backup, backup quarterbacks in the Super Bowl? No, that would be so lame. That would be so – I would also think – I think the Chiefs would win easily if that was the case. Imagine Blaine, imagine Blaine Gabbert winning a Super Bowl. Just say that sentence. It would be electric. <laughs> Just slinging it around. Yeah, well, I mean, you could say the same thing for Nick Foles. It's true. You could. Before, you know, before he won, so. Yep, that is true. And now look at him. He's awful and on the Bears. Well, the Bears stink anyway, so. The Bears have Bears. Every year they have no chance. We'll save the Bears conversation for another time, but I don't think they stink. I mean, can I say the same thing about the Chargers? Yeah. No, because we don't get blown out in games. They've lost 45 to nothing against the Patriots this year. The one game. Yeah, but that's still pathetic. Losing is losing. I don't think the Bears get blown out either. They do. They got blown out. I mean, they beat the, the Bucks, but, you know, they got blown out by Green Bay, I think, both times, probably. I mean, probably. I know they didn't. Actually, I think they did both times. I think they lost by like 20. So there you go. That's yeah, but that is a, that, that's an elite team. Okay. And we played the Chiefs both times, and we didn't get blown up. Played, played well. Well, you won one game. Yeah. So With backups. But yeah. But the first, the first game was really close. Yeah, the first game was really close, and they played well. 
So there you go. So speaking of that, we'll get into I I didn't write this down, but I meant to. Um, the NFL awards are tonight. Oh, Justin Herbert wins rookie of the year question mark is that even a question no no i don't think it is justin jefferson was awesome and had a great year but i think herbert deserves it exactly that's what i think as well i had some somebody tried to tell me oh it's one of one of my players was like hey i think justin jefferson's gonna win rookie of the year i made him out the gate immediately yeah cross country grass lot yeah i mean i don't know what we're doing but, yeah, that's uh, Justin Herbert had probably the best rookie season for a quarterback of all time. That's true. He beat Baker Mayfield's touchdown record. Um, Patrick Mahomes didn't play his rookie year, so that's, you know, it's really hard to. And I will go on the record right now before this season's over the Los Angeles Chargers next year. Get ready for it. The AFC West Champions? And I agree. No, no. 11 and 5. Sixth spot in the wild card. Okay. At least we make the playoffs. I like it. With yep. a chance to beat the Chiefs. I'm, I'm I mean, gonna, I'm a, um, we have a chance. TB. We we can beat the Chiefs. Yeah, they actually match up pretty well. So I'm TBD on actually if they can beat them. But, I mean, it's Chargers. Yeah, I think we split next year. At Arrowhead, we probably lose. And then at home, you, we probably you know win. You know what always seems to drive me crazy is about like, you know how always people are like, oh, how, how do you beat the Chiefs? And it's like, oh, you have to keep the ball out of their hands and all this stuff. I completely disagree with that. You know how you beat the Chiefs is having a quarterback that can sh- get in a shootout with Mahomes. It's and true. Justin Herbert's like, and, and Justin your, Herbert's like that. So. And your defensive line can get to Patrick Mahomes at least a couple times in the second half. Yep. So yes. I will actually agree with you on your charger analysis. That's a – we can take note of that. Look at that. Look at us. Who would have thought? Yeah, look at that. I know. Um, anyways, we'll Sean? go back to the NFL. Oh, okay. No, we'll, go to, we'll get to into Watson in a second. Um, MVP, Aaron Rodgers, I assume. Yeah, that's not really a question. Yeah. Uh, coach of the year, I'm thinking Stefanski of the Browns. Um, Flores. Flores, Parker, any any thoughts? I know this is like a, I didn't write it down or anything, so it's a late reaction. Hundred percent agree with both of you guys. Okay. Uh, Connor, possibly Riverboat Ron. Ooh, that that's a good one. Yeah. Through cancer could, and making. The yeah, playoffs. and I mean they had a good, they had an impressive year. I thought they were going to be awful. Yeah. No, that's a good one. Or so I would say any of those three would be pretty worthy. Um, offensive player of the year, Derrick Henry has to be. Two thousand yards. Yep. It's so weird how they do. So the MVP is basically an offensive award at this point, but then yep. they have the distinction between the offensive player of the year and the MVP. Like Derrick mm-hmm. Henry is somehow clearly the offensive player of the year, but not the MVP. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Defensive player of the year, I'm going to say T.J. Watt. Or Aaron Donald. Neither is yeah. a good option. Yeah, it's a 50-50. And then, let's see the other one. Comeback player is the easiest one. That'll go to Smith. Alex Smith, yeah. Played on one leg. It's impressive. Yep. And then the uh, NFL Hall of Fame. Peyton Manning's going to get in tonight, which is pretty awesome. Just saying. Second Congrats. best quarterback. Ball. 
second best quarterback of all time. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't think that's a date. I think the top three is so simple. I don't, I don't know why people try to make it complicated. It's Brady Manning Montana. It's Brady Montana Manning. Okay, I'm not gonna. As long as you have that top three, I'm not gonna argue with you. But and Phillips four. <laughs> Dan Marino's four, and then John Elway's five. How's Dan Marino four? He never won. Yeah, but he had more impressive stats than any player in his era. I mean, yes, he never won, but Charles Barkley never won either. And he's not the fourth best player in basketball. No, he's not. But he's one. Of, he might be the second best player of the '90s. Might. I'm not saying he is. I'm saying he might be. Okay, it's about to say. He better than Carl Malone. Oh, Carl. I mean, that's yeah. Um. Anyways, so we'll go back to Super Bowl stuff. Um. Chiefs receiver Jamarcus Robinson is cleared to play in the Super Bowl after a COVID test. Like, as if that if that matters. Yeah, just, nobody cares. Watch him catch like a thirty yard touchdown. Yeah, exactly. That's the only thing he can do. Shock me. Um. Okay, so quick little note here, and then I have to get. And this one drives me nuts. So, COVID nineteen positive rate was only 0.08% in the NFL this year, which is pretty good. Yeah. All things considered, that's pretty good. They deserve credit for that. But here is something that is lame. So Bucks are hosting the Super Bowl this weekend. It's true. They will they will not be able to fire off their home cannons. Isn't this lame? Are they not the home team? They are the home team. But and they're not allowed to fire off their own cannons. Well, how does that work? How do you become the home team? Is it the best record or is it the seed? No, it I actually didn't know this until this week. It's whatever conference the Super Bowl is held in. So it's an NFC. I didn't know this. I was actually I thought it was always the best record, but it's the conference. So question. Um so if like say the Super Bowl is being held at a different stadium and they weren't like playing in their home stadium, would they be able to fire those off? If they were playing in a different stadium? Yeah. No, because it's on their the little pirate ship in the end zone, which is why I think this is lame. The well, Bucks. I mean, they probably they probably like obviously they have home field advantage and stuff like that, but um, I mean they probably want to keep it as neutral as possible. No, they they, they do for yeah. sure, and I agree with that. In the same sense, the Bucks did. I mean, they're the first team to ever host the Super Bowl on their own, so they did deserve to host the Super Bowl essentially. So I'm. I think I say keep the cannons. Keep the cannons. How, how, how's the uh, – is it, like, busier over there? Because I know you're right there. So Actually, like is- yes. So I was watching TV the other day, as in yesterday, and they there's a lot of Chiefs fans I noticed invading, kind of. <laughs> that's so not, That's never good. They were, this, <laughs> they were on this boat in the harbor with their little coyote mascot guy, and oh, he was okay. flag all over and stuff, and – I think I think the amount of Chiefs fans to Bucks fans would be pretty equal in the game itself. Hmm. But well, there is a lot there's a lot of people in the area, I will say. Yeah, I was gonna say it's probably super busy down there. It is for sure. 
there I've noticed a difference in the amount of like cars and traffic and stuff like that in the past week with that. Every time I go in public, there's some probably fake Chiefs fan that has this guaranteed a Mahomes jersey or just Bucks fans. Wow. I'm I'm just saying. Not holding back. No. No. Um couple more Super Bowl stuff here. So I'm a big Ben and Jerry's fan. Most people know that if you know me. Um, There's a new billboard. They have a new flavor called Change the World. And it has Colin Kaepernick on it, which is kind of cool. That is pretty cool. I don't know what what the flavor is, but it's called Change the World. W-H-I-R-L-E-D. I think it's clever. I just had a chocolate malt it Ben and Jerry's ice cream last night. Have you ever had a, a mayor? It's like, I think it's called a mayor. Americone? Oh, yeah. Does it have Stephen Colbert on it? Yeah. I have. That's that's probably my top flavor. That is pretty good. I like um, the Tonight Dough a little more with Jimmy Fallon on it. A little more. They're sure. both very The best Ben and Jerry's ice cream flavor of all time is cannoli. Book it. You will not taste anything as good as that in your life, other than strawberry Oreo ice cream. Is that a, is that a Jackbox production? No, that's in um, Huntington Beach. Oh, it should be a Jackbox production. That's I mean, you read my mind. <laughs> Anyways, enough of the ice cream. Um, the annual prop bet for the Super Bowl orange Gatorade is the favorite for the color of the drink likely to be poured for the winning team. Look at that. Some of these prop yeah, bets are kind of funny. I disagree with that. Right here. Well, he probably thinks it's going to be yellow. This, no, Red. This will be the if – if I was putting a bet on it, this is my bet. It's red. I don't care that it stains. You're probably the only person I know that likes red Gatorade. Is that fruit punch? Um, yes. Yeah, that was my go-to as a kid. Wow. Fruit I don't and then blue cherry. I don't necessarily like like red above the others. I mean, red's my favorite color, yes. But I don't like red Gatorade the most. I like cool blue. Yellow's probably my favorite. Well, it has to be. I mean, am I lagging? Yeah, you are. Um so do you go, do you guys call Gatorade by the flavor? Or do you call it by the uh, by color? The color. Come on. It, well, it depends because like That's red fair. is red is clearly fruit punch. Orange is clearly orange. Yellow is clearly lemon lime. However, they have a ton of blues. So I, I call it light blue. Is Glacier Freeze? Well, it gets tough for me when we get into the blues because I'm colorblind, so I can't really tell the difference between them. You're not colorblind. I am colorblind. No. Yeah, I am. Yes, yes. I am. <laughs> That's a known thing. Yeah. Cap. It's not cap. But yeah, the so the prop bets. Um, I think it's the the national anthem supposed to be over under two minutes. I think it was. Yeah, I'm taking the over. You're taking the over. I mean, Demi Lovato did it last year, and she flew through that thing. She got nervous. <laughs> yeah, and so it was under two minutes, and there's like videos. Who's it, Who's it this year? I don't know. I I just saw it. 
Oh, he's using his other monitor. Yeah, yeah. Look at him. Look at him. He's, he was trying to find any excuse to use it. It's true. it's okay. It's true. It's all right. He used it for good reason. Um, more prop bets though. Harry Church and Jasmine Sullivan. What was the first name? All right. Eric Church, country guy. Country singer, yeah. If I had to put money on one prop bet, first touchdown of the game, Tom Brady rushing touchdown on a one-yard QB sneak. You really think that's going to happen? No, but I guarantee its odds are like 200 to 1 or something for a Tom Brady rushing touchdown, and that's something that he does often. Just a one-yard QB sneak, so it's kind of worth it in my opinion. Yeah, but I think they'll defer if they win the toss. True. True, true. And the Chiefs will likely score in their first drive. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, is there any more profits you can think of? That... I had the coin toss is big. That's a big one. What it's going to be. Um, I'm a tails never fails guy. It's never changed. That's lame. Your heads? Always heads. Yeah, I'm. I'm usually tails never fails. Whenever I did coin tosses in football, I usually won. Wow. Just, just, <laughs> just saying. That's. Anyways, that's from crazy. from coin toss to uh, dollar bills here. Uh, Mattress Mac, famous sports better who. This guy, this guy's a maniac. He puts this gigantic money on Super Bowls every year. Dropped three point five million on the Buccaneers. Okay, this is what's even worse. He dropped three point five million on the Buccaneers at plus three and a half on Thursday, but didn't wait till the line shifted yesterday because now it's at minus three Kansas City. So I don't know what he's doing. So it's not three and a half. It's three now. It's three. Yes, that's. I don't. It could shift again, but where he got it at was plus three and a half. So mattress back, you're an idiot. So what does that mean for his bet? It means that so Kansas City's the favorite. And it means that they have to win essentially by more than three points. And if they lose or if they win by three or less points, Mattress Mac here wins. A lot of money. Yes, a lot of money. But he's all in on the Buccaneers. So we love it. I kind of just spoiled uh, my pick, but that's okay. Yes, yes. Um, we will come back to our Super Bowl picks in about five minutes or less. Quick Raider talk here. Nathan Peterman. Nathan Peterman, what happened with him? He signed with the Raiders. Or Again? Yeah, one-year deal. Oh my They're a joke. Uh, that's not even – so it gets worse than that. So the Raiders reportedly reached out to other teams to try to complete a three-team deal with Derek Carr and Deshaun Watson. So the Raiders clearly think that they just have the best offer on the table and that they can just weave in here and try and get Deshaun Watson. I don't know what they're doing. Let's let's relax there, John. Um, first of all, Derek oh, it gets worse. Oh, it gets worse. Okay. It, it gets worse before you go on a John Gruden spiel. John Gruden appeared on Chris Collinsworth podcast and he has been accused of blatantly tampering with cornerback Richard Sherman. And he said that they need an alpha dog in the secondary and that he knows Richard Sherman is a free agent. So he should come to Vegas. 
I'm not kidding. Wow. Come <laughs> on, John. So go ahead and flame the, flame the Raiders all you want. The Raiders are a joke of organization. When you have Derek Carr as your quarterback, and, you know, they almost lost to the Jets when the Jets, you know, weren't trying. Well, on a Hail Mary. On a Hail Mary, <laughs> and Derek Carr's pass on that on on that play was terrible. It just – there was nobody around short. him. That's, it was short, yeah. and it, there was nobody around him. That's why he caught it. So, yeah, the Raiders are a joke. Um, to think that they're in the conversation of getting Deshaun Watson is laughable. And, um, yeah, I mean, you have to – no, just just no. Just stop. Yep. Yep. So I won't hate on Derek Carr as much as you do. I don't think he's – I think he's a starter. I don't think he's awful. I think he's okay. But, I mean, you have bigger problems than Derek Carr and the Raiders. Their defense is the worst unit in the league by far. Yep. I mean, but- they, they can't stop anyone. I mean, they did. They beat. They did beat the Chiefs when Patty Mahomes was playing. Yeah, I mean, good for them. They also lost. I mean, look at their last five games. Watch the Raiders. Watch the Raiders versus Dolphins game for a perfect example of what it is like to be a Las Vegas Raider fan. Couldn't be me. No, That's couldn't for sure. be me either. Anyways, um, weekend won't have any special guests for the halftime performance this weekend. I call bluff. I call bluff. Who is he going to run out there? I don't – I've heard <laughs> – this is a prop bet in Vegas. The favorite for special guest to come out is future. Janet Jackson. Janet Jackson. No. 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 <laughs> Good try. I honestly Good thought day. when Justin Timberlake did the Super Bowl, I thought that he was going to run out Janet Jackson as a, like a joke. I forgot he did. I forgot he did another one after that. Yeah, yeah, it was funny. Well, I'm 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 a JT fan, so I I have a prediction. He's got a new movie coming out. Have you seen? I think it's already out. The Apple TV one already out. Okay, I haven't seen it yet, but prediction here. He's gonna host Saturday Night Live next week. Okay, I have I have no evidence. They haven't said a thing, but I'm booking it now. So we'll come back to this next week if I'm right, or not even close. Which is not taking a box. Anyways, uh, Deshaun Watson. We'll go quick here, so we have some time. Um, he reportedly does not have the Jets as his top priority, like everyone seems to say he was. Uh, Broncos safety Kareem Jackson has spoken to the former teammate and said he has interest in playing for Denver. What's his name? Kareem Jackson. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Sorry, I missed <laughs> you. <laughs> um, sure. Like whatever. I mean, they have a good offense. I I guess. Um, their defense is fine. Sure. Anything's better than the Texans. So, let's let's mm-hmm. be. Um. So yeah, sure. I'm not making I'm not making a prediction on this because it's gonna gonna come back to bite me. So you already said come to the Broncos. You said it last week. Yeah, that's a pitch. That's not a prediction. Okay. That's a pitch. Okay. Yeah. True. Thank you, Parker. Uh, last thing before Super Bowl, uh, Eagles have been receiving calls about quarterback Carson Wentz. Where do you think he is? 
Well, I thought Stafford was going to Indy, but I thought he would. That's the next, you know, kind of destination for Wentz. I think it appears I would put money that it will be Indy or um, Chicago. Yeah, I mean, with Frank Reich there, you know, he already knows what's happening down there. So it's true. All right, so here we go. Chiefs versus Buccaneers, Super Bowl 55 predictions. Hit me with a partner. Chiefs. Um, okay. So I wrote down some notes. Um, so Mahomes versus Brady all time when they face each other. Each of them has two wins, two losses. However, um, Mahomes averages 348 passing yards per game, um, 11 touchdowns and three interceptions. And then he has a 109.2 passer rating solely against Brady. Brady, on the other hand, averages 300 and a half passing yards per game. Um, he has six touchdowns and five interceptions. Um, and then his passer rating is only 86 against Mahomes. However, um, numbers don't always hold up. Um, Brady can always win this game. So who knows? But I'm going with Mahomes. All right. Uh, Super Bowl MVP? Sure. Sure, as in Patrick Mahomes is winning oh. Super Bowl MVP? Yeah, I didn't know we were, <laughs> we were voting on that. But, yeah, sure. Um, I'll go. I will agree. I think the Bucks are – I do think the Bucks top to bottom are better than the Chiefs in terms of their roster alone. But Mahomes can only be contained for so long. This Bucks secondary is not good. I don't care what anyone says. I've seen the Rams torch it. So, I mean, that's with small hands, Jared Goff, as Connor would say. That's right. Um, yes. The Bucks run game – or the Bucks run defense will be able to contain Edwards, Lair, and Bell. But then again, that only plays into the Chiefs' strengths with Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey, I think, is going to have a huge game on Sunday. Huge game. They're going to focus all their attention on Tyreek Hill after the last time they played. It's going to either open up there for McCole Hardman, Travis Kelsey. I'm saying one of them has a big game. Um, on the other hand, Brady, you have to get some kind of pressure on him. That's the Chiefs' biggest strength is on their defensive line. You force Brady into a turnover and a couple sacks, that's a big swing right there. But I do think it's going to be high scoring. I will say a close game. 31 to 24 Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes, Super Bowl MVP. Okay. It's respectable. Thanks. Um, I guess I'll, I'll go. Um, it was great what you said about, you know, the defense and, you know, Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey and the run defense and the secondary sucks. But you know who plays quarterback for the Bucs? Thomas Brady. That's right. Thomas Brady Jr. plays quarterback for the Bucs. And in Super Bowls, he will do anything it takes to win. He will go out there and play he will play he will go out there and play cornerback himself if he has to. There's I've once bet against Tom Brady, and that was the, the Falcons game. I never have. I never have. And look what happened. I got torched. So I'm never going to do it again. In the Super Bowl, Tom Brady is going to 
it's going to be a big game. Going down to Parker's stats, um, those those times when they played the Bucks or the Patriots were a run first offense. Okay. That's why I wouldn't okay. say that the passing numbers were there, um, especially in the red zone. They they were big. You know, give the ball to James White or Sonny Michelle and let Rex Burkhead <clears throat> run it in there. So, and James Devlin lead the way. So that's why I don't think he had a lot of touchdowns. But I think the Bucks are a pass first offense. Um, they really they rely on the deep ball a lot. So I think. Uh, I think it's going to happen. And I don't think the Chiefs defense is, you know, I, I don't think their secondary is good enough to handle Evans and Godwin and Antonio Brown. So yeah. they, they're going to have to cover double team somebody and somebody else is going to be open. So the, the Chiefs have the same problem that the Bucks do on defense. There, there's a lot of weapons that they got to cover and it's going to be the best against the best. And I think that the Bucks win. I don't have a problem with the prediction at all. I will say, the other than the score and Super Bowl, oh, you have Thomas as your Super Bowl MVP. I, I actually don't. I have a defensive player winning Super Bowl MVP. Levante David. No. Jack Barrett. Nope. JPP. Yep. I think right. he gets at least at least three sacks. All right. I, I respect the creativity in the answer. That's right. Um, no, here's here's what I will say, because I agree with most of what you said. This is going to be a fourth quarter game. Yeah. I imagine that this game is going to go – the Chiefs start off really hot. They're going to probably go into halftime with a pretty decent lead. The Bucks are going to get, get the ball in the third quarter. They're going to start getting back in this game while the Chiefs slow down like that, and it's going to come down to that fourth quarter. This is how Chiefs games have gone all year, and that's how Brady Super Bowls go all the time. It's true. And yeah. it, you got two of the best fourth quarter players in the league, probably the two best. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is up there too. Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson would both be up there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So looking forward to the Super Bowl. Um I'm hyped. I'm hyped now. I don't. I don't care who wins. I don't like either of these teams, so it's a lose lose. But I can still look forward to the Super Bowl and everything in the game, the commercials, food, stuff like that. Yep. No yep. Budweiser commercial this year, which is big. I know. But we do have Planters. There's a uh, Robin Hood commercial. Sure. Sigh. Doge to the moon. Doge to the moon. So we will be back with a controversial second half of this show, which is about I, I've been dreading this this half. <laughs> yeah, here we go. We'll be back. Cool.